0: (laughs) This is Teenage Scream, where we lovingly dissect the
1: best and the worst
0: of 90s teen horror.
1: I'm Heather Parry, and this is my co-host, Kirsty Logan.
0: And today, we are discussing the body.
1: (gasps) Aren't we always discussing the body (laughs) in one way or another?
0: Do you know, that is the female condition. Isn't it? We cannot get away from our bodies. And
1: do we want to?
0: (laughs) The body is by Carol Ellis, and it was out in
1: 1995. I feel like all the ones we've done this year have been from 1995.
0: Yeah, there was a spate of, they were all 1992. Yeah. And now they're all 1995.
1: I'm more comfortable with the 92 ones for some reason. Weird. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. 95, I'm like, ugh. Oh, it's too late. What's what happening there? Why? I don't like middle years, I think.
0: Oh. you like, like early's or late's?
1: Yeah, I was really happy being 30. Very happy being 32. 35, I'm not going to get there <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna die before it it's just it makes me feel weird to think about that
0: well i'm 35 right now and i think it's the best my best year mm. but then i've thought of that about every year since i was 28 like <laughs> i don't know what happened when i was then. 28 and i don't know i just feel like since since 28 every year has just got better and better I just love every
1: year more i do oh that's lovely right yeah so do i awesome content but i feel like 35 is going to be weird because then you're almost 40 no you're not well, you're closer to 40 than 30.
0: See, I always feel younger because Annie's older than me. Oh, so yeah. I'm always the younger one. So I always feel younger than I am.
1: <laughs> David's older than me by a month.
0: <laughs> my stepdad is younger than my mum by three months, and he loves to talk about how he's her toy boy. And I'm like, I don't think that works like that.
1: I recently found out that someone I know, their dad is 20 years older than their mum.
0: Wow. Yeah. Dirty old perv. <laughs> I hope you don't like him. I now do like him that. a lot. Oh, yeah. wow. He's just a perv. Okay, just cool. Just a dirty old perv. Tell me, speaking of
1: bodies, uh, <laughs> were we? tell me about this
0: shit, I mean
1: cover. Well, that is most certainly not a body. Um, I feel like the whole titling of this book is off. It's very yeah, tenuously related to what it's actually about. The
0: body only appears almost at the end. Yeah. It I... shouldn't be called the body, it should be called like the reader.
1: Except I thought the title referred to the body of one of the protagonists. I and see. I was like, that's awful. Because, I see. yeah, we'll get to it. Uh, but, so I'm just going to open the curtain so I can actually see. daytime it's daytime now. Um, and you can fully open that curtain if you want. Oh, thanks. Like, that would we be We don't nice need to actually. hide anymore because the
0: sun's gone in. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, can I remove this one that's around my you head like a, you like, like a halo? Anything you like. So this is, uh, now I can see, it's on some brown leaves. So we're in autumn. Yes. Um, and we're in some sort of forest. And, oh, I've just realized that there's a skeleton... Finger situation. I have seen the
0: skeleton finger.
1: That skeleton hand is around a like cane, and on the top of the cane is a very angry-looking, like diamante snake mm-hmm. with red eyes. With red eyes and ah, open mouth. Ah.
0: Now, the one thing I like about this cover is that the text, the body, the Y, the bottom part of the Y, like goes down to a point, like body. a. Blade. I like that. The body. I think it looks
1: cool. Yeah. The font's fine.
0: It's quite an ugly picture and it's not scary or interesting. And if
1: they're going to use that, they should have called it the snake or the cane or the skeleton hand. I know. It just is, it's a bit all over the place. Um, And the tagline is, will the truth ever be uncovered? You could have done all of that a lot better, I think. Yeah. I don't hate the cover.
0: Some type of a pun on story like, what's the true
1: story? Yeah.
0: Will Let's the, go will back. Will the truth be
1: told? No, well, I liked the previous right, one so. Let's go back and make all these better.
0: Can we? <laughs> so, yeah, let's do it. Let's rewrite all of them. Scholastic, are you listening? I'm going to read you the start of this because I think it actually introduces the sort of setup really well. Not the prologue. That's a piece of shit. Let's ignore the prologue. It doesn't happen. i the page out. It's done. So here's the start of The Body. The newspaper ad was short and to the point. Wanted, it said... Reader, reliable, responsible, flexible hours. That's me, Melanie Jacobs thought when she saw it. She hadn't discovered any great hidden talents about herself yet, but she could read, she was reliable, and she could use some extra money. When Melanie answered the ad, the woman on the phone had a cool, clipped voice, but Melanie thought she heard a hint of relief in it. Maybe nobody else had called about the job, which turned out to be reading to an invalid. For about an hour a day, the pay was decent. Drive up the cliff road, the woman had said. When you can't go any farther, you're there. It's the Randolph house. It was grey and foggy when Melanie left her own house and drove through the streets of Clifton, Massachusetts. Almost every morning since she'd moved here a few weeks before had been grey and foggy. This Monday was no exception. I feel like that actually sets it up pretty well. Yeah. Like, we know who the main character is, where we are, why she's there, what she's doing. Like, no fucking about.
1: I'm quite uncomfortable with the term invalid. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's...
0: Not something that we would say now, for sure. Very
1: outdated. Also, I think for the first maybe, like, ten years of my life, I read it as, like, invalid. Yeah. Which is worse.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, which, I don't know if that's intentional or... Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it is um, gothic-y, creepy, weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, so far, I'm into it. I mean,
0: right, I like gothic, gothic shit. <laughs> I don't know what you would call it, like, not proper gothic, like...
1: Neo-gothic.
0: Neo-gothic, or, like... Gothic light. Gothic adjacent.
1: As I attempted to define in my dissertation, New American Gothic. Interesting. Mm. Is this New American Gothic? Isn't that more like Shirley Jackson? Well, I said American Psycho. Ah, why? Because it's playing with a lot of the same themes as like doubling and things like that. I
0: don't know. That's weird though, because when I think of Gothic, I think like, Big creepy house, woman in danger, family secrets, some kind of ghost, which probably is revealed to be not a ghost after all.
1: Well, there's a big condo that he lives in. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, I'd have to go back and read it. Okay. That's interesting. I guess there's mm-hmm. different
0: ways to define a gothic. Anyway, yeah. that's just what I would think of as gothic.
1: Anyway, this book's definitely
0: aiming for gothic. Whether it lands... I think it does. ...we'll see. Oh, you
1: think? Yeah. Mm, I'm not sure. Anyway, so I'm not saying it's good. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> so um, Melanie is at this big gothic mansion. It's like shrouded in mist, and it's on the edge of a cliff, which we'll get back to. Um, here's who she sees there. First of all, she meets a topless, a <laughs> Jeff. He is mowing mowing the hedge. That's not right. A hedging Cut lawn. To, a hedging. <laughs> Wait, edging is a different thing. He is cutting the hedge with no top on, which is a choice. Dangerous. So first we meet Jeff, and then she's nearly run over by a dickhead in a dickmobile who is called Garrett Bailey. That uh, is a dick name. He, oh, it really is. And she, we also meet Lisa's boyfriend. Uh, we, oh, sorry, he is Lisa's boyfriend. We also meet the housekeeper, Georgia, who is clearly having sex with Mr. Randolph. You think? Yes.
1: He's never there, though.
0: Well, well, she wants to then. If she's not already, she wants to.
1: How old is she in your head? Like thirty. I start to think of her as the woman from the Omen, the like babysitter from the Omen, who ends up throwing herself off and going. It's all for you, Damien. (coughs) She she is quite young as well. Okay. I think they've tried to paint her as a bit of an old wench.
0: No, I think of her as like. I think weirdly, I've just started to picture her as you know, in Love Actually, the woman that Alan Rickman is flirting with at work. Oh, like sort of young, sexy brunette.
1: Have you modelled your look on her now that I'm doing it? Because you've got the same hair, but in a different colour. Is that what her hair is like? I'm pretty sure it's like a heavy. Is that a bob, fringe, and oh, a bob?
0: I can remember. Anyway, that's who I, how I'm picturing her as, like, sort of temptress but severe.
1: Can I just, actually, she's the worst woman character in any sort of modern, like, love. Like, she's just evil.
0: Almost all the female characters in Love Actually are terrible.
1: Not and they're Thompson. treated. No,
0: she's great, obviously. She's fantastic. She's the only decent one.
1: No, the woman who's got the brother. Oh, maybe, maybe it's not, the problem's not her
0: character, the problem is, like, how her plotline is handled.
1: Yeah, it's quite bad. <sighs> but she's, the, the girl we're talking about is just evil. She just wants to fuck her boss despite knowing that he's got a family. And just yeah. wants stuff. And why and like, does she want that? No, yeah.
0: And let's not even go on about saying that uh, Natalie is fat. Oh
1: my god, she's like she's... A size twelve.
0: Number one, she's not fat. Number two, even if she was
1: fat, so don't go on about it. Yeah, <laughs> but it was funny, wasn't it? In the, in the <laughs> millennium, do you know what's years. funny? Fat people. Yeah, look at. We'll all talk about weight, and it'll be great. Oh, and then it definitely won't make people feel shit for the next twenty years of their lives.
0: <laughs> this, this will never come back and bite us. <laughs> yeah. This will last forever. <laughs> So then we meet Lisa, who is the. Oh, I wish they hadn't used the word invalid, but there you go.
1: Yeah.
0: So here we go. Melanie goes into the room, and here's what we've got. One an, one hand in her lap, the other on the arm of the chair. The girl looked back out. Sorry, that's really weirdly phrased. The girl looked back out of light brown eyes that had little flecks of gold in them. She was dressed in a long yellow robe like a beach cover-up. Her dark brown hair was pulled away from her face by two tortoiseshell combs. There was a fading bruise on one cheek and a dark scab running through her eyebrow up to her hairline. The part of her neck that Melanie could see had a thin red line on it that looked painful. But even trapped in a wheelchair and unable to move, she was the brightest thing in the room. She's wearing a muumuu.
1: She's yeah. wearing a yellow moo-moo. I don't know why
0: she's got that on.
1: <laughs> That'd be easier to put it. Me. Get someone dressed in a large sort of dress thing. I totally just picked up on that. Actually, yeah. It's not really lingered on, is it? <laughs> yellow yeah, moo Fine. Let's plop that in. Just say it's a moo-moo and move on. And That's move what we're doing. on. Oh, Come on, you set God. me up. <laughs> oh
0: I asked for that. I really did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she looks at the bookcase and she's like, boring, 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 and she decides to read um Jane Eyre to Lisa.
1: Girl after my own heart.
0: Right? Come on. That's good. Yeah. Um they both really like it. Um and at certain points as she's reading, Lisa moves her hand. And so Melanie's like, Oh, why is she doing that? And she starts to get quite frustrated because she's like, I know she's trying to communicate with me, but I don't, I feel stupid because I don't know what she's trying to
1: say. Sorry, now I've just got an image of her doing like the stop. Stop it. Stop. 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 So she's like, I wonder what she's trying to say. What and is she saying? You like, not like doing
0: please stop. I hate this book. <laughs> um, anyway, so then randomly Georgia, the housekeeper, her voice says, oh, Lisa wants a glass of water. So Melanie's like, where the fuck's that coming from? And it turns out that Georgia is watching and listening on CCTV.
1: It's the panopticon.
0: It's creepy, isn't it?
1: That is very creepy. Mm-hmm. And um, very power structure Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And also, like, yeah, weird that she's like, well, she's, you know, in a wheelchair, so we have to watch her every moment. Like, I don't think that's how it
0: works. Yeah, I don't know why. they. Anyway, it's creepy. I mean... We can. They do make a lot of use of it as like a plot. Point. Yeah,
1: they do. It is good. Yeah. What do you think, Rosie? <laughs> She's
0: Very come into to it. See what's no, happening. No, if she, she likes
1: not it. Had enough attention.
0: So then we meet Jeff Topless Beb, properly. <laughs> oh my god, Beb. He's got a top on now.
1: Jeff Beb. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeff. Bebbington. No me. one called Jeff is hot. Right.
0: You Jeff. can't find someone called Jeff.
1: Oh. It just makes me think of like fluff. Jeff <laughs> fluff. There's sort of Jeff in the air, get away. <laughs> God, it's so fluffy, it's so Jeffy. Oh, <laughs> well, it's too Jeffy in here, I'm leaving. Put your shirt on, we're so, going. <laughs> he
0: has put his shirt on. Oh, shame. It's a faded, we've got really such a specific description of Jeff. Here's what we've got, you can picture him so vividly. He's got a faded blue t-shirt, he's got dark brown eyes, he's got dark hair, his hands, so specific, his hands, they're calloused but warm and his smile, are you ready for the specific description? It was great.
1: <laughs> I think he's quite hot. Really? Yeah. He's so bland.
0: No, you I'm imagining... You love a blandly handsome man.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, excuse me, David, sorry. David's not blandly handsome. Oh, good, well, David's fine. great. <laughs> he's got a great smile. Got... David is great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I imagining... Yeah, I don't know. Just fancy himself. Wow. I don't know. Because he's working on, like, trees and stuff as well, isn't he?
0: We'll never fight over Gardeners a man, are... apart from Jinx from that other book. Oh,
1: yeah. Gardeners are always hot, though.
0: I guess. They've got good And muscles. they do things that
1: make him sweat a lot.
0: You are like uh, Richie Tanglesy Cusick, and you're like a man that's
1: chopping wood. I do enjoy a man with his wood.
0: <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like that? man with an axe? Fwoar.
1: man dealing with his wood. <laughs> oh Rosie just looked so ashamed of me then. She was like, how?
0: I'm a bit disturbed that you fancy Jeff because...
1: Jeff is the
0: ultimate sexy sociopath bad boy. No. The ultimate. Why? Here we go. Quote, Why did he change like that? Tense and almost angry one second. Smiling and flirting the next. A little scary, but sexy. And this is repeated... Over and over in the book.
1: That is true. But I want to liberate myself from that. And I'm just going <laughs> purely with the looks. I'm not dealing with it on all right personality then. level.
0: So basically, you'd be like, hey, topless babe. I'm going to be the pervy woman. All right, then. And as yeah. soon as he, st- he started speaking, you'd be like, nah.
1: Which is exactly how I feel about basically anyone under 25. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> Fwah, nah. You're speaking a lot, <laughs> and yet nothing you say has any content. <laughs> That's only me saying that because I'm old, not because... Surely it's anyone that's,
0: that's more than five years younger than you, that's how you feel about them.
1: Yeah, it's like you're speaking a different language or talking about the world in an entirely different way.
0: They understand Instagram stories. They haven't. Mentioned... They know how to do the zoom in and the music.
1: They haven't mentioned curtains or a mortgage repayment once. <laughs> what are they even... What world do they in? It's like they don't care. <laughs> Have they even got Tupperware? They haven't even talked about mid-century wood. I bet they haven't got a reusable coffee cup. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, we're old. I'm into
0: it. I'm fucking into it. I was talking to someone the other night and they were like, how are you? What have you been up to? And I'm like, well... I get up in the morning and I do my workout and then I write and then Annie comes home and we have dinner and watch something on TV and then I go to bed and I fucking love it. It's like
1: the best thing ever. Someone was like, last week was like, what did you do last night? I was like, my friend came over and we uh, refurbished my grandparents' mid-century chairs. Right. And a couple of drinks. And the worst thing is, I couldn't be happier. Yeah. Right? <laughs> fucking love it. It's great. I used to go out party all night and things. Who can be asked? No, i want to be in bed by midnight so i can get up at seven and do my workout although
0: i even remember in my early 20s someone invited me to a party that started at 4am and i was just like nah even then i was like (laughs) that's too early to get up yeah i'd have to go to bed so early to be usually don't go up till (laughs) 9pm that's
1: so strange
0: (laughs) yeah i've just i'm not a party person i very much was it depends how you define party like if you just, well, my definition of party is
1: invite like have a few people. six people around <laughs> and we have a couple of glasses of wine and play a game. No, that isn't what happens. Um, your wife peddles people with gin. Oh, does she? She peddles them. She peddles gin that at people. A word? I don't know if that's the Like throat. a bicycle? Yeah. She cycles. She <laughs> hurries gin to me specifically and I get very drunk.
0: <laughs> so speaking of getting drunk, no, they don't get drunk. Because it's a point horror. Oh, Rosie really wants to lick your face. Yeah, she was going she right for the... She loves a like. <laughs> I was
1: like, oh, you're very close to the microphone.
0: So Melanie, after work, being reading Jane Eyre, uh, she goes to the diner and she hangs out with her friend Trina. Now, remember, she's just moved to the town, so like, she doesn't know very many people, but she knows Trina, who works at the diner, and she says, hey, I'll tell you what happened to Lisa. She fell off a cliff, which is inexplicably at the end of their garden. With no. no fence or anything. It's just the garden and then a cliff. Which doesn't seem very sensible, no. to be honest. <laughs> Your face. What if you're tobogganing?
1: You should not You'll be go tobogganing straight in that off area. the edge. <laughs> Nowadays, what that if, would be...
0: <laughs> what if one were to toboggan? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's like, a really odd sentence.
0: I know, I don't know why I said it like that.
1: I just... Uh, that's not very sensible. Well I mean you don't have you don't have fences on cliffs do you? Like generally. Don't you? No. The cliffs
0: I go on have fences. Clearly they're (laughs) child-friendly cliffs. cliffs.
1: (laughs) But like yeah usually like oh well I mean what are we talking a cliff? Clearly it's not into the sea. Well it's like
0: above jagged rocks or something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't go and put a fence on every cliff. You could if it's in your garden. Well, yeah, that, that's it. I feel like
0: if I had a gothic mansion shrouded in mist, I would put a fence up at the edge of the cliff
1: so that I didn't fall off it and nobody else did. Oh, I don't know if I would because what if I want to murder some people I don't like? You could throw them over the fence. I'm not that I'll strong. Sc-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need to build a catapult. What you could do is you could have the fence but like build a skateboard ramp that went over the fence and then dare them to skateboard...
1: You're making this too convoluted. I just want them to push off and they die. <laughs> All right, then. Fine. If you buy a house on a cliff, I'll know your game, Pi. I buy a gothic mansion on a cliff. Can I come and stay? It sounds cool. Only if I... I'll put a fence around you. Just wherever you oh! stand, I'll put a tiny fence around you. Like a child. Yeah. like
0: I could go in the thing that the child stands up in and pushes around. Brilliant. That's what I need in life. Yeah. I've always thought of that about you. She needs yeah. to be fenced in. <laughs> Burn. So, also, Trina says, not only did Lisa randomly fall off a cliff, Jeff, topless Beb, found her. Hmm. But did he? Jeff, Beb, what have you been up to?
1: Yeah, he did. Okay, then. (laughs) Why did you ask that? If you listen to Jeff, Beb, he says it. (laughs) Okay, sorry, clearly you were listening to Jeff. (laughs) <laughs> i was looking I at wasn't. jeff bebb sorry i think he spoke what was it are you saying words what are you saying Stop you want it. me to do what to you what? Take a shot right off now shot We have to listen a lot better
0: you are the worst
1: oh dope you,
0: you are a fuck boy
1: it runs in the family my um my grandma at my cousin's wedding was like because she married a guy in the army was like all over all of his like best men she loved it and she would have been like 84 at the time no wow. 78 i reckon did she get some
0: Some men (laughs)
1: sorry I was just (laughs) I hope not grannies need love too they do but there's safeguarding issues at play there aren't there oh yeah I guess so
0: anyway we also meet Lisa's wanker crew which is spelled hi
1: I'm wanker crew wanker (laughs) crew
0: Um, it's clearly spelled K-R-U because they're a bunch of dicks yeah I hate them all his, here's sea. who we get. Well, we know Garrett already because he nearly ran her over in his dickmobile. We also meet Neil and Kim. Now Neil flirts with Melanie, but just like in the Claw, she's not into it because like Kelly's given her stink eye about it, and so she's like, "I'm so not getting involved in this. This yeah. is some romper room bullshit, and I'm not interested in Did it." Say
1: romper room bullshit. Yeah. Oh, is, is that I a like phrase, that phrase, or do you like it?
0: No, I heard it on Drag Race.
1: Ah, ah okay. And I'm
0: very fond of it. Okay. Uh, I think it's really useful. Yeah, I like it. I just never heard of it before. Well, you can attribute it to... Someone's shouting at their phone right now telling me which drag queen it is. A drag queen. I can't remember. One of them. Uh, it's Latrice Royale. romper room Okay. Bullshit. Um, so Neil... says When Kelly's, like, being weird, like... Uh, sorry, why am I saying Kelly? Kim. <laughs> Fucking hell, too many K names up the corner. Kirsty. Kirsty, yeah. And so Neil says, You do remember what happened the last time somebody new came to town, don't you? Now I'm just going to leave that there for now because I'm going to come back to that at the end because that has deeper implications than are clear at this point. Okay. Mm. I
1: don't like the way it sounds. Like, it's a threatening thing to say it's not got the right cadence. No. You do know what happens last time somebody who is new came to town, don't you? Like, no.
0: It was like in that other book when it was like, but little did she know what was soon to happen when the thing happened and she didn't know about it. (laughs)
1: Little did she know her life was soon to change for good when a thing happened that was going to happen that happened.
0: Exactly. <laughs> that was basically what it what it was. Yeah. That was much better.
1: You do know what somebody who knew was new in town came to do and it wasn't.
0: I did feel like there was a little bit of disability positivity because Kim keeps talking about how she doesn't like going to visit Lisa. It's really hard to visit Lisa. Like, what do you say to her? She doesn't even say anything back. And um, Melanie thinks, quote, Lisa's not dead, she wanted to tell them. She's alive and she's still the same person, hmm. which I thought was... Like quite good.
1: She might be quite a different person though. if She's suffered like a head injury.
0: Well, that's true. So I guess not. She's. I guess it's not that she's still the same person exactly. but yeah. She's still like you're, their friend. Yeah, and, and she's mm-hmm. there and still a human.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Even yeah, if I thought she that was can't good. Communicate right now. I thought that was good. Also, the fact that her boyfriend like is visiting a lot. Mm-hmm. When that's got to be quite difficult if you're. Not good. Or is it terrible? <laughs> <laughs> but on a, on a surface level, okay, cool. like if you didn't live with your partner and they suffered some sort of debilitating accident, it would be difficult because what do you do? You expect reciprocation, so that must be a real um, head fuck. Yeah, that's true. Like you still love them and everything, but it would be such a shift in how you interact, that it would be difficult. But he doesn't seem to be having an issue with it. That's true. I realise that it's not great, given the end of the book. But But at this point... Yeah, I was like, well, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So the other thing... Because when they leave, she says to Trina, like, what was that all about? And Trina says... Trina's like just a dictionary, basically, or an encyclopaedia, I guess, of information. And she says, I know who they're talking about. There was a stranger was a dark-haired beefcake backpacker called Peter. <gasps> and he had a snake stick. I bet he did. Oh,
1: snake so stick. So he had like a,
0: well, from the cover, obviously, he had like a walking stick that had a snake's head on it.
1: Wait, so is it meant to be like a, like a hiking pole? Yeah. Oh, well, it's cause like it looks like stick. a walking stick like, a, like Vincent Price might have.
0: I mean, it does, doesn't it? That's clearly—it's clearly, it's clearly That's not, not something a that a hiker pole. would have. No, it's ridiculous. Come it's on, Carol. Ridiculous. Why would he have that?
1: You've never been on a hike. Maybe he's a goth backpacker. I don't think it's going to be. What's the bottom like? Is it like? I don't know. Stabby. I can't see it. Yeah, well,
0: convenient. <laughs> Who knows what it's like? Maybe
1: it's stabbing. That'll get you murdered. That's worth something. That is you careful. You don't know. It might be made out of tinfoil. It's not.
0: All right, that's I feel very. You feel quite strongly. Are you a snake stick manufacturer? That'd be amazing I if you could
1: make that out of tinfoil. High quality
0: snake sticks, I'll have you know. Can you make that no out tin of tinfoil? Foil? What I have mean, you got in your
1: tinfoil origami skills?
0: You, you don't even know my tinfoil origami <laughs> skills. I genuinely don't. I have layers.
1: <laughs> Much like an onion. Yeah,
0: I can't make that out of tinfoil. No, I I do not. have layers, but that's not one of them.
1: Anyway, this is a strange thing to pick up on. <laughs> so,
0: all the girls were drooling over Peter. They really wanted
1: his snakes. Oh, um, the oh, boy it means it's going to shed. Ooh. Oh, oh. Kirsty. Oh dear. Everything's penis to you, Kirsty Logan. That is so true. That's what everyone <laughs> says about me.
0: <laughs> you know that notorious lesbian, Kirsty <laughs> Logan. She's all about the penis. I
1: mean, look at these phallic things on the edge <laughs> of your bed frame. What are
0: they? It's a bed post. <laughs> it holds the bed up. Well, mm, does it? <laughs> Have you just ruined my bed for me? (laughs) I'm going to be like, why is there four penises holding up my bed? I'm going to sleep in the penis bed again. Damn it. There's never been a penis in this bed. Oh, lovely. There you go. Interesting fact. (laughs) (laughs) Because I bought it when I bought this flat. Okay. Um, The boys were really angry about the fact that the girls were drooling over Peter's snake. Oh, Um, please stop doing that. So they decided to fight him. Because why are men?
1: Ah, oh, toxic masculinity. Exactly. Also, if if you just beat him up, the girls won't transfer to you. You don't win them, like, land rights.
0: No, I feel like that would just make them be more interested in him because then they'd be like, oh, no, poor you. Oh, yeah. you're a dickhead for beating him up.
1: Yeah, not like, you oh, well, make you it won the fight, young sir. So then I must open my legs to you. Here you go. Although that is no. what
0: happens in a lot of films. Mm, that's true.
1: <sighs> Yuck. In life. I don't think that that
0: works. No, I hope it doesn't. Ugh. So anyway, Melanie goes back to read to Lisa again and Garrett has got Lisa a necklace just like the one she lost on the night that she had the accident. And now Melanie remembers, remember, this is why I read you the bit about Lisa having the mark on her throat. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was actually really creepy. That, like, you see this mark and you would think, like, it must have been part of the accident. And then you're like, oh, no, someone must have, like, ripped her necklace off. Mm-hmm. And it's left a mark. I think that's horrible. Yeah.
1: Oof.
0: Really creepy. Um, So, anyway, as she's reading, Lisa just very subtly, like, twitches her finger. And then Melanie realizes, quote... Lisa had taken a chance and used her whole hand until she was sure Melanie had figured out what she was trying to do. And then she'd made the gesture so small Melanie wouldn't have seen it if she hadn't been looking for it. Why? Because people were watching.
1: So she's supposed to be paralysed.
0: Yeah, clearly not like fully paralysed though.
1: So the whole entirety of this book implies that you can get over paralysis by sheer force of will. Yeah, that's true. And I don't know a lot about... Well, no, they
0: do say at the start that she has some movement, but she just doesn't clarify what exactly it is. Okay. Like, she can't... They say that she can't walk. She's got some movement, but she just can't walk.
1: Right. And you think she can't really move her arms or legs? Yeah. Because she's only, like, moving well, her fingers. Because she finger would be like able this. to read
0: herself and, like, hold the book herself, wouldn't she?
1: Yeah. I don't know why she can't read... Her, or I guess she couldn't turn the pages, but... There's nothing wrong with her eyes as no, well, no. it's weird. Yeah, mm, I do what you mean, I think it is, it's hugely positive to have a disabled character, even temporarily hmm. disabled, in a point horror book, I think it's a tiny little bit clunky. As I will mention when we get to the end, there's room for improvement on how this <laughs> character is dealt with.
0: Definitely. Yeah. For a lot of things. So, where were we? <laughs> Track of what we're doing. I think that's quite creepy when she's like, people were watching. Mm. Like, it's creepy. Yeah. Because then she really thinks that Lisa's trying to communicate with her, but she's like, what does she say? I don't know. So then...
1: Uh, I will say, Lisa's quite smart. Yeah. Because she's sort of like, not only I'm going to do this, but she believes that people will be able to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So, which is quite a difficult thing to be like, well, is anyone going to get this? hmm. Sometimes they just don't.
0: Yeah. Although I suppose if she can move her hand, couldn't she like ask for a pen and paper? And...
1: Well, this is what I'm saying. It seems a bit, little bit sort of it's quite inconsistent convoluted, isn't with... it? Yeah, I guess so. And you can, if she's just lifting her finger, or lifting her hands, it's different to be having fine motor skills.
0: Actually, you're right. Yes. Yeah. That's true. So maybe she couldn't do that. It okay. Sounded right. like a new horse. And clearly, word, like she it? can't speak. We should have said like she can't just say it. Yeah. Out loud. Okay. So then, like a bunch of stuff happens, like. <laughs> be more vague. <laughs> I'm just like, do I have to go stuff over happens. all this? I'm going to tell you what the stuff is. So there's a note in her copy of Jane Eyre that like tells her to back off. She picks up the phone and there's like a creepy message on the phone. And then there's another thing which I think you're going to tell us about.
1: Oh yeah. So she um, goes home uh, when no one's there. I can't remember why that is that no one's there apart from her. Are they at work or something? Are they at work? Have they gone Her away? parents
0: are just like not re- not in the story at It's all, one really. of
1: the invented parent absence reasons that we're to yeah. have Some book. bullshit reason. Someone's work. selling a house She's a high-powered or... executive. She's probably a high-powered executive in a library and she's just busy all the time. So, um, she comes home and she turns the curtain back and written in... I like that you are
0: pushing the curtain back. Oh, yeah. Even well, though nobody except me can see it.
1: Just, just for you, Kirsty. I'm, I'm really
0: in the moment. <laughs>
1: and then... <laughs> And then in blood red, which is given as one word, blood red, bloodred. <laughs> blood I'm like, what's that backwards? I'm not going to figure out. <laughs> um, it says, be careful, Melanie. I know what you're doing. Right. Ooh, creepy, scary. Oh. And then the next morning she comes down and she puts her finger along it and it's tacky because it's nail varnish. That would have dried. Yeah, it would. It would have dried in like five minutes. Yeah. And you know how like the brush you get on a nail varnish is very small (laughs) (laughs) and if she'd have just written it in like this big so like a couple of inch letters that's quite a big message but i'm assuming she's written it across the whole window to be extra menacing so how long would it take with one of those tiny brushes so far to write be careful melanie i know what you're doing that's like three bottles of nail polish that is such a waste of money why not just get a marker? I
0: also feel like writing it with, real, with, with nail polish is just annoying.
1: Yeah. Because then it's really <laughs> hard get to get off. get off the glass. But yeah, she said, it takes her almost half an hour the next day. And which i like, only like, half an hour? how do well, you get it off like, glass? Just use nail polish remover. Yeah, it's like, do, what like, does, does that work?
0: So either you can just use nail polish remover, in which case, why is it taking you half an hour? Maybe it's gel nail polish. Oh my god. Someone's brought a UV lamp. They've brought gel nail polish and a UV lamp (laughs) and like baked it onto the window.
1: I've never had that done. Is that how they do that?
0: I don't actually know if it is a UV light. It's like a little light thing.
1: Okay. I'm going to get them done. Any nail techs listening?
0: There's a really nice nail place just around around the corner. corner. But yeah, it's like a little shell thing that you put your nails in and a light goes on. Who fucking knows if it's UV? Nail techs listening can tell us. Well, how
1: would you get this nail varnish off? the thing because i think it's ridiculous either she's
0: using nail polish remover in which case it doesn't take half an hour or she's having to like scrape it off in which case you're gonna fuck your patio window
1: yeah it'll be ruined and that will be an expensive piece of glass or so like is this person who did it they were just like so immediate they had to do it immediately and they were like oh the only thing i've got is tiny red nail varnish (laughs) or like i just feel like that's never what you'd go for no anything else you know, human blood uh, paint like house paint. Paint, paint. Just go and get some paint. Permanent marker would probably. Be, no, but it comes off real easy. Anyway, I just it stuck out to well, me. it's called
0: permanent marker? Well, you but, would hope it didn't come off easily. Well,
1: I mean, the thing is, it's not entirely permanent. Impermanent marker. Impermanent marker. But yeah, I thought. Are we going to go down the path of why do flammable and inflammable mean the same thing? I wasn't going to. Okay. Um, but I'd I just, just like
0: to any any time I can bring that up.
1: It just stuck out to me as a bit of bullshit.
0: It's just an annoying <laughs> thing to do. Yeah,
1: just, just a don't nuisance it. thing to do. Not be annoying properly. Or don't do it at
0: Right? <laughs> threaten me better? <laughs> be a full-on dickhead. Or just don't bother. Anyway, she thinks it's Kim. And because she thinks that Kim is annoyed that she's after her boyfriend, which she's not. But no. that's what she thinks is going on here. Because women are always in competition over basic dudes, apparently. Yeah. I'm so sick of that trope. So fucking sick of it. So it's become clear that Lisa is giving her clues like based on the bits of Jane Eyre that she like motions at. But Melanie can't figure it out because she's kind of a dumbo, because um, every, everything that Lisa motions on is about a stranger. like a stranger came, and she's like, "Is it Jeff? Is Jeff the stranger?" Is Georgia the stranger? And she never once thinks of the fucking snake stick man who has been specifically referred to
1: as the stranger who came to town. She never thinks
0: of him even once.
1: But in her defense, um, it doesn't make fucking sense when they do figure it out. No, it doesn't really, does it? And there's not really addressed (laughs) and she just, but they keep writing it like, oh yeah, the stranger. It's like, well, that isn't a stranger though. So why? He is a stranger. Nobody knows him. No, but it's not him. No, he's not the, the villain, end. Yeah,
0: but he's the one that we need to know about.
1: But no, Okay, well when we it's, get to it, it's when we not get to great, it I'll mention is it?
0: it. I guess she hasn't got a lot of choices because I just feel like if I was Lisa, I'd be so frustrated because I'm like, oh, the only way I can communicate is by telling this girl about the fucking bits in the book and none of it's matching up.
1: I mean, also, are we led to believe that she's memorised the book? She loves Jane Eyre so much that she's memorised the book so she can just be like... No, because her bookmark was halfway through, so she hasn't even finished it. Well, this time. Well, that's true. She might have read it like four or five times. So here are the options. She's going through and just tapping at random times when she hears a line and she thinks, that's going to be useful. So she goes, Mm. oh, and then, you know, it is signalled and then she writes it down. Or she knows the book so well that she goes, okay, I'm going to get to this line and then by the time she reads them all, they'll make a message. <laughs> I guess she's got a lot of time to think and plan. But you even got. I couldn't remember an entire no, I book, know. no matter how much time in the world I had. I feel like. How do you feel about this whole plot bit? Oh, it's stupid. I feel like it's good as an idea. Is it? Like, using parts of a book to signal a thing. Mm. And also because it does. it implies that. What is happening in Jane Eyre is also happening in the thing. Which, which is a good... because it is. It would
0: be good, but it isn't.
1: Is it, <laughs> that's it what would, I'm saying. Yeah, it would
0: be better if the plot of the body actually mirrored the plot of Jane Eyre, which it doesn't. It doesn't
1: at all. No, that's what I'm saying. I think mm. like it's a really good idea. And then she's had to give this character um, a, a disability... That can, one, change Mm -hmm. over time, and two, fits exactly around what she needs her to do, which is why (laughs) I think the disabled character is a bit clunky, because it's not really related to the real-world experience of a person who's, like, unable to move. Yeah. Because she needs... (laughs) So I don't know. I don't know that much about it, but it feels like it's been hammed in. (laughs) To try and use a cool device.
0: I feel like most of this just feels like someone's just got a bit of wonky metal and is like bash, 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 bash bash Trying to like bash it into shape. Yeah, and then they're like, it's fine. It looks like, kind of like an eagle or whatever I'm trying to make. A chipmunk, whatever it is. It's fine. It's recognisable, kind of. That's why
1: your sculpture business failed? Because you did a chipmunk and an not eagle. How
0: you, <laughs> not how you do it? Trying
1: to sell it just to like the council. Hit a bit of metal until it looks like a chipmunk. I've made a metal chipmunk. <laughs> Can you, do you not, not tell us it, a chipmunk? Do you not want to put it in Govan?
0: In what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah don't know
0: what went on there <laughs> okay anyway <laughs> so uh i was gonna call her chelsea melanie makes a plan uh, which is quite a good plan so she's realized like look lisa's trying to signal to me but like i'm not getting it to be honest and it's frustrating for both of us so i'm going to come up with a better plan which is that she's got a magazine and she's going to pretend that she's like showing melanie pictures in the magazine but she's actually going to write messages being like asking her questions like are you in danger you know what what's happened and she can like blink once for yes and twice for no which is like quite a smart plan i think um it never actually happens (laughs) though because Here's what happened. We're already at the climax of the book. There's a lot of back and forth in this book. Like, yeah. I didn't go over every single plot thing because it's basically the entire book is a scene of her reading to Lisa and Lisa signalling and then, like, some stuff happens.
1: I mean, most of the book is that. It's, do you know,
0: it really reminds me of um, the Richie Tankersley Cusick ones where you've got this, like, really over-the-top gothic setup. But then the actual story is just sort of the same thing over and over and over. Yeah. It doesn't, like, progress or change
1: in any way. Yeah, and then there's a lot at the end. Yeah. To sort of wrap it all up. Yeah. So it's, It doesn't very much make sense.
0: I think she's taken her cues from RTC. Don't do that. No, don't. Do, at least make it bigger. Make it, like, yeah. weirder and bigger.
1: Go big camp weird or go home. Right? That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> I love my life, mate. Writing advice from Heather Parry.
0: So we're nearly at the climax. <laughs> I was going to do a bad climax joke. I'm not going to oh, do Oh, yeah. Please no, please. I'm not. I just feel like you don't know if you
1: need to necessarily. Do you
0: think you should warn someone if you're about to climax? Do you tell them or do
1: you just do it? I don't, but I think most men do. Oh, do they? Yeah. So, but you don't think women need to? Um, I don't know if they need to. I just think they don't. And maybe it's because they don't make as much of a mess generally. Although, oh, obviously, see. some women do.
0: Oh, I feel like sometimes it's good to tell someone because basically you're just saying, like, the thing, keep doing that thing. Don't stop doing that thing.
1: You see, I think it's more the mess instant for uh, men. Because you have to make a decision then, don't you? <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, 10% <laughs> more gay. Maybe even, even 20. 1,000% gay. I know, gay.
0: right? I feel like I must be at 300 at this point. <laughs> anyway. And yet, still fancy David Navarro because his sexiness transcends everything. God. At least I'm not going to have competition when I decide to pursue him. Well, apparently nobody else (laughs) fancies him apart from me. I think
1: if you write a letter, he'll move here. No way!
0: I just, I still don't believe it. I don't believe it. No. Awful. (sighs) Noted racist Liam Neeson is sexier? (laughs) I think not. Actually, is that too harsh on Liam Neeson?
1: Mm, I think he, let's not get into it. Okay.
0: Man who said a foolish thing.
1: Man who did a racist thing. Yeah. Or had a, yeah. Racism is a sister, let's not get into it. Yeah, let's not get into it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> but then would we no I think we're affording him too much space there because he's a white man oh do you think yeah I think so I think we should say
0: okay politics of Liam Neeson is our spin-off podcast yeah <laughs> okay I, we call
1: it Neeson Wang
0: <laughs> ooh nice yeah I like it well do I like Neeson Wang no
1: apparently not I don't know I just don't I, mean, I don't know why anybody fancies him I think seen quite, it. anyway let's go I've not Neeson. seen it
0: oh I wouldn't get on Neeson <laughs> No thank you. Okay, anyway. So we're nearly at the climax. Jokes aside. She's trying to go up to the house to see Lisa. The road's blocked because there's been a storm. And so she decides to take the back road. Her car breaks down. So she decides to walk through the woods in the rain. I quite like this scene. Mm. I thought it was quite atmospheric. Like, she's so determined to get there. Which I quite like. Like, she could have just turned around and been like, Nah, Lisa's fine.
1: Or they could have written it any other way. Because it doesn't really make sense that the whole thing is closed off and they just wanted to write the scene in the woods. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's another way of looking at it. <laughs>
0: How do I make a bee in the woods? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Wait, have to I'll have to close this. Do this
1: fine. massive yeah, it's plot. It, it's all <laughs> atmosphere. Because that's the only point of it. I but see. But yeah, it was fine. It was fine.
0: I mean, I'm alright with atmosphere of a plot, I guess. <laughs> so, she's walking through the woods. Like, it's rainy. It sort of it smells of, like leaf mulch and it's kind of rotty smelling and then she finds an old burnt out campfire
1: (sighs) who was camping who was
0: backpacking who
1: who could have been oh my god i just don't
0: know and then she finds a snake stick (gasps) shedding its skin (laughs) contrary to what the cover would suggest is not being gripped by a skeleton no it's just the stick by itself and then she finds a gold necklace hanging from a branch who had a gold necklace?
1: Lisa. Oh my god, it was Lisa.
0: Although, why is it hanging from a branch? Yeah. If it got ripped off her neck. Get me started. Okay, anyway, never mind. And suddenly, she nearly falls off the cliff. Put a fucking fence up around <laughs> your fucking cliff. By Kirsty
1: Logan. <laughs> Put a fucking fence up.
0: information leaflet by Kirsty <laughs> Logan.
1: This has come through my door and I think it's obscene. Anyway,
0: long story short she finally figures out who the baddie is no surprise it's the dickhead in the dickmobile garrett yeah he did it now
1: wait so we we didn't talk about the bit at which jeff almost killed over the tree oh yeah
0: do you want to do that bit
1: well it was just really was weird just so pointless it's, in a story. yeah she finally gets um the super nanny to let lisa go out onto the terrace <laughs> by going oh yeah like, no, i'm picturing
0: her a super nanny yeah i fancy super nanny is that wrong oh, I,
1: I could have said that before you told me yeah. does everyone
0: fancy super nanny
1: no 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 i just thought you <laughs> definitely did <laughs> she's so
0: stern <stunned.
1: laughs> god you, you point, paint me as the kinky one and yeah i think we all know anyway um so yeah she lets lisa go out onto the terrace balcony i don't know what you'd say but at that exact time Sexy Jeff Beb is up on the top of the roof cutting <laughs> with down on a tree. No
0: clothes on this time. With
1: absolutely naked, <laughs> cutting a tree off. Like that is dangerous.
0: <laughs> that is dangerous. He's into
1: extreme sports. <laughs> just gardening version. <laughs> I'm gonna take this whole chunk off with my shirt off. And that's my nipples there. Um What's your obsession with nipples? I just don't know. I think do you not know think if someone had, like, a, what is that called that you use the, you do the hedges with? Head trimmer. Jousting. Hedge trimmer. Not jousting, <laughs> but not. Uh, a hedge trimmer. I would immediately think, oh my god, my nipples. Because, like, if something's going to come off... Yeah, but female nipples tend to be more out well, that was than true. male ones. <laughs> not mine. Oh. <laughs> just about the same level. Um, no, yeah, I don't know. Davy's got a real paranoia about having his nipples ripped off, so maybe Ooh. it's like transferring to me. Are they pierced? No. Well, why would they get ripped off then? I love the idea. of <laughs> Both his I nipples just genuinely pierced, would not have been surprised if you. I would be like, okay, fine. No, he's uh, he's unpierced. Oh well. Yeah. Why? How would they get ripped off then? Well, I just, you Unless know, they
0: glued them to something. I think it's
1: ridiculous. I don't think it's logical, but you know. Are they big? Are no. They really long?
0: Are they? How many inches?
1: Ten. <laughs> Are we still talking about <laughs> <They> nipples. <floppy. laughs>
0: Really not going go to understand the how they, are they not almost flat? How would they get ripped off?
1: I just—it's a thingy. <laughs> I'm not saying it's on me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm being held to account here.
0: <laughs> you brought it up.
1: Anyway, Jeff Beb. Okay, cares not for such things. He has no nipple for you. So he's up a tree, uh, chopping it <laughs> off. <laughs> Figure that. <laughs> he's up a tree. <laughs> anyway, so, um, what's the main character's name? Not Melanie. Lisa. I always
0: forgot her name as well. Melanie. Melanie. I, I had Becky in my head. She doesn't seem like a Melanie.
1: No, it's weird. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, anyway, she goes out to the car to get her copy of the book that she left. Uh, and then she sees that Jeff's uh, falling, falling log is going to Jeff Beb your log <laughs> Jeff your log is falling and it's going to go onto Lisa and kill her so they have to run inside and fix her not fix her sorry fix her. <laughs> was, save her is the word I meant there sorry oh that was awful um, and then they just about do and then Super Nani takes her back in it's a very weird scene that's right yeah
0: I didn't bother with it because it's sort of irrelevant to the plot but it is a weird bit it's just strange yeah, yeah.
1: weird anyway so, it's not um, Jeff It's not Bebb. Jeff
0: Beb. It's Garrett. Garrett. Now, let's talk about this. Because this is how Melanie defeats Dickhead and Dickmobile Garrett. <laughs> she slams, from a height, slams Lisa's wheelchair, containing Lisa, into him at top
1: speed. And then, just pushes Lisa away down the rest of the slope.
0: Oh, was a cliff. Was like,
1: There's a cliff with no fence. And also, I was just like, I'm sorry, did you just push a person away when she was done being useful to you? Yeah. This is why I'm like... Mm.
0: Yeah, it's not good. I was also like... Okay, there was a satisfying moment because it was almost like Lisa herself was destroying Garrett, but then I was also like, that's really dangerous for her.
1: Yeah. And also, I didn't really like that Lisa... You can't Lisa... use
0: someone's body like that, either.
1: Yeah, exactly. And Lisa screams mm. as she's being pushed down the hill. Uh, one... If that guy dies, who will be prosecuted? Mm. I bet it's Lisa. Which is, you know, how could not it cool. be? She didn't push
0: the chair herself.
1: No, but she's the person. Mm, okay, it's it's a grey area. And also, I don't like that Lisa screams as she's going down that slope because again, it kind of implies that she just needed a little push. Not if she down harder. hill. If she, you know, get her angry enough, and she will be able to break out of her physical condition that's been brought on by huge physical trauma that is a very good point so on the one hand i think it's really positive that we have a disabled character and i think she is very clever and nice and people like her but then the treatment of her the actual treatment a of a bit her
0: like an object yeah is
1: a bit and the implication that it's kind of mind over matter maybe i'm reading too much into it i mean is that not our entire podcast I mean, if, if reading
0: too much into books that don't deserve it.
1: Well, yeah, true. <laughs> um, I would be interested to hear what um, any listeners had to think about it if they mm. are wheelchair users, because I don't, be I don't really have that experience. But it just made me cringe. Because
0: I'm sure there's stuff in the book that we, as able-bodied people, wouldn't be aware of. Yeah. So that would be good to know. That would be really useful.
1: Yeah. But uh, yeah, it made me go like, "You just pushed her down a yeah. fucking slope, did you?" <laughs>
0: because i like the thought that it was like lisa herself would like overcome him but it it's not pleasant is no. it like using her as an object like that it
1: just leaves her all down the hill yeah yeah oh. i just thought like that's so dangerous because what did she crash she would crash into him like with her knees yeah which would probably which throw is, her like, out of the wheelchair for her. yeah <laughs> i'm just going to use you as a battering ram <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm going to use you as a bullet like it's so strange <laughs>
0: yeah um so then at the end, despite... Well, we'll get into this when we get into the sexy sociopath, but despite thinking that Jeff Bebb is dangerous and a murderer, apparently he's okay now because it turns out he didn't murder this specific guy because obviously what has happened is that the sexy hiker the snake stick, Peter, um, the boys accidentally killed him and Lisa found out about it. and Accidentally? Like, yeah. Or maybe on purpose.
1: Why I don't like about this in point horror is that when someone kills someone they then will just kill eight people (laughs) to cover it up he's like oh no we accidentally murdered someone well i'm going to kill these two people as well now because they know about it
0: well see the thing i don't like is that the whole way through there's a guy i don't think jeff bebb is the worst but in other point horrors you get a guy who's like stalky this was the bad in the mall so you get characters who are like stalky and creepy say horrible things like are sort of borderline violent but then at the end it turns out they're not the killer so they're exactly. fine so then you're like just because he didn't kill this person that doesn't mean he's fine like mm. he still did all the other shitty stuff yeah that's true and similarly Jeff is okay now apparently and here we have this exchange Mel Trina wait Mel Trina whispered, don't you feel weird? I mean, you actually thought he was the one. Melanie stared at Jeff. She'd called him last night and told him everything, even how she'd suspected him. He hadn't said much and she couldn't tell how he felt. I think he just might be the one, she said. I, f- I feel like this leads on to the sequel, The Body 2. Is Jeff it the too? killer. Oh, no. no, right, okay. I made out. Oh, okay. Because, so like... She's told him everything and he was weirdly silent and she doesn't know how he feels about it. And she's like, he's definitely the one. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, the sequel is he's the killer.
1: Yeah, if someone means, if they use the one to mean a murderer, you can't then use the one to mean (laughs) your soulmate (laughs) in the same conversation. (laughs) Is he the one? I think he might be the one. Like, no. Wow, oh my God. That is definitely a new
0: horror romance genre film that we should write it's called The One and it's like is he the one meaning the murderer or is he the one meaning
1: your boyfriend oh god that is point horror yeah you're right um, I have got one thing that we've not mentioned yet I know you're going to be very excited by this um, I'm already excited Ho <laughs> oh uh, bending over again oh no, no, I'm, I'm excited you just know where we're going <laughs> She pegged him, no. Um, <laughs> bending over again, Melanie tugged on the strap she'd grabbed hold of when she fell. Matted leaves and mud shifted. She yanked and the strap came free in her hand. There was some material clinging to it. Nylon! <laughs> Not rayon. <laughs> Not rayon.
0: But also then she goes, nylon. I think that was one of the <laughs> finest moments of any point
1: in horror is <laughs> the robot's dying rayon. King of rayon. <laughs> But then she clarifies, nylon, Check the kind out the of stuff beach backpacks were made from. <laughs> yeah, sorry, this yeah. is relating to the beach house, if you've not read it. Um, we've I, There's so much about material. I know. <laughs> Was it, but... Do you think there's some kind of, were point of horror books funded by... Big Rayon. <laughs> <laughs> some kind of <laughs> fabric company? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, my God, let's do a deep dive into nylon. scholastics. <laughs> like, funding. Ooh. Yeah, also, some, aren't lots of things made out of nylon? Not just backpacks. I don't know what any of my clothes are made from. Like this is cotton. A tent would be nice. They're nylon? not made out of a tent. <laughs> <laughs> a tent would be made
0: out of a similar material.
1: Oh yeah, let's see who funded these. Is it big As nylon? I mentioned to you, there's some chat that some like creative writing things in America were funded by the CIA back in the day. I don't know if this is a conspiracy what? theory or not. I've just kind of read some tweets. Why would they fund that? I don't know, there was a reason. I'll come back to you. Oh. Hi, Rosie, coming back to me. She's um, been in pain today. I also really like when you uh, put the word big in front of something to the kid <laughs> industry. Big rayon, big data, <laughs> big dog, <laughs> big dairy. <laughs> it really makes me laugh for some reason. You're a big dairy. Big dog. Oh my God, the canine lobby's here. Uh oh. And it's just Rosie. <laughs> <Aww>. She's ineffectual.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate.
1: No. <laughs> she
0: can't even hide when she's been on the bed. <laughs> <This> <laughs> she's a slug. right now. It's so annoying That's so weird. She can't even hide when she's been on the bed. If I ever go out without latching her out of the bedroom, she goes in and goes on the bed and then pretends that she wasn't on the bed <laughs> even though I can clearly see that there's a dog-shaped <laughs> nest in the duvet. <laughs> And dog hair all over the duvet because the duvet cover is pink and the dog is black. So we can see straight away, can't we, Rosie?
1: (laughs) Look at her looking shameful. I know. She can't even look me in the eye.
0: Um, I have got an alternate reading. Oh, my God. Well, number one, I've got a proposed sequel, The Body 2, Jeff the Killer. My second thing is my alternate reading. Now, remember how I said that Neil said, you do remember what happened the last time somebody new came to town, don't you? Now we know at this point that he and Garrett killed the guy, so why is he bringing it up? Why is he he saying to Kim, remember the last time someone new came to town and I killed him?
1: He's saying it's a threat.
0: Exactly, but who's he threatening? Is he threatening to kill Melanie? Because she's the new person in to town. So he's like, remember what happened the last time someone new came to town and you showed an interest in them? Yeah. I killed them. So is he saying... Stay
1: away from Melanie. Stay away from
0: Melanie. And is that why Kim is so horrible to her? Yeah. To, like, save her? Yeah. Oh, do you, do you think that was intentional? I think so. That was my <laughs> alternate reading.
1: Maybe. I kind of thought that Because I don't think it's it explicit
0: in the thing. So, like, he is a full-on sociopath. And he's saying, like, if you are nice... To Melanie, I will kill her for no apparent reason. And so Kim's like, well, I better be really horrible to Melanie then so that my boyfriend doesn't kill her.
1: What the fuck? Yeah. That's dark. Yeah, it's pretty dark.
0: Anyway, that's my... Apparently, it's not an alternate reading. It's just an actual reading. Just reading. reading. <laughs> just read the book I now. just actually read it.
1: <laughs> I thought I was being clever. Clearly, I wasn't. Um, can I give you Parry's favourite line?
0: Oh, oh, this is a real thing that you're doing Oh, yeah, I'm now. doing okay, it as cool. my bit. Do I'm it. making
1: it happen. She wants to pump me about Jeff. Stop trying to make Paris favourite. <laughs> That's it. Oh, she wants to pump me about Jeff. <laughs> She's
0: really good. So basically, all your favourite lines contain peg or pump. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> As you will see when further ones occur, oh. and I don't pick those ones. <laughs> now you're like to damn, make a point.
0: <laughs> get rid of all the ones that have peg in them. <laughs> so. I could not spot any 90s American fashion stupid names or queer subtext in this.
1: Oh! Which is all
0: our usual things.
1: I mean, she wants to pump me about Jeff is a bit of potential <laughs> queer
0: <laughs> subtext. She wants to pump me in front of Jeff. Yeah, so mm. her
1: and Jeff want to pump me.
0: Okay. Um, I... You would pump yep. Jeff. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. In a heartbeat. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, it's weird, does not it? It's because they're aiming for the gothic. That's why it's not very 90s or American. Yeah, it
0: feels... I think it, it's trying really hard to be gothic. I don't think it really succeeds.
1: No, oh, I do a bit.
0: I didn't think it was very good. Okay. I think other, like, gothic-y ones were better. Like
1: what? Like, the RTC ones. I, would, I knew you were going to say that, and you shouldn't have. Just because they're in uh, a big house. I know. It doesn't work. But they more this about, more... like,
0: family... This one doesn't have any, like, family secrets in it. It doesn't have any, like... I mean, it has a quite a big secret. Ghosty things, and... I don't know.
1: I think it's good. I think the mm. setup is good. I think the plot's a little bit boring. I think the treatment of disability is positive, but potentially problematic. But I... I didn't... I didn't not like it. Yeah, I see what you mean. I felt like it was quite
0: forgettable. Like, of, of the other ones... That we've done um, so far this season. So, like this season, we've had like Second Sight. Okay, the Cemetery was a piece of absolute shit. Fatal Secrets we liked. The Invitation was also a piece of shit. Um, the Claw we liked. Mother's Helper we quite liked. I feel like this is one of the weaker ones. It's mm-hmm. it wasn't bad. I just thought it was quite forgettable. Like, How bad is I, it that I will have forgotten that I've read it?
1: How bad is it that I didn't hate it has now become my scale? <laughs> Did you hate this? (laughs) No, I didn't hate it.
0: I guess it was okay. Yeah, it was fine. It didn't make me want to die, so (laughs) I guess it was good. I mean, that is how I feel about it, yeah. (laughs) Um, Do we have a too stupid to love heroin? No. They're both quite smart. She reads books Right She is quite smart And also she sort of Understands when she's not Smart enough to do something Yeah She's like I know I understand that Lisa Is trying to convey something to me That I'm not getting Yeah So I'll try and make it So that I can understand her Yeah So that was quite interesting That she's not like Lisa just has to try harder To communicate with me She's exactly. like No no I will make it So that I can understand What Lisa's saying
1: I like her I like them both mm. Yeah, maybe they should just maybe. Up. Yeah, I was just gonna say, maybe they should just get together and read poetry <laughs> really to each other. Win, boys. Okay,
0: because I am gonna get on to the next thing. Sexy sociopath bad boy. Four times in this book, we have the narrative of Jeff being like hot but scary. Here we, yeah. I've got quotes. Quote: Jeff was exciting and scary. Mm. Then later we have a little scary but very sexy, and then we have this is the worst one. I think she liked the sound of his voice. She liked his smile and the way he moved. She liked the feel of his lips on hers. But she was afraid of him. Oh. I was like, ay, ay,
1: ay. Turn into an Italian oh, yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> know what he's doing. You turn into the drug-dealing uh, guy from the. I remember. Yeah, I don't know what. We're... <laughs> like, Ay, what the hell is <laughs> going on? You're a Ninja Turtle.
0: No, what's going on, honestly? Um, so I'm like, Ooh, I've always thought you were. This is why. Thanks, I get that a lot. Um, this is why I think he's the ultimate sexy sociopath bad boy, because of how many times we're told this.
1: If yeah, he doesn't do anything bad. I
0: guess not, but we we really it's really hammered home that she finds him sexy because she's scared of him.
1: Which, it can be the case. No, I don't think so. I mean, a lot of women have, oh sorry, that's your foot. Uh, footsie, eh? <laughs> sorry. Um,
0: <laughs> a lot of women. A lot of women you're have great fo-
1: You're playing footsie with
0: me while you're saying <laughs> that it's hot when women are scared <laughs> of people. That's not threatening. Don't
1: a lot of women have, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, strange. Um, yeah, I don't know. There can be no, no you're right. Because that's in a safe environment.
0: I mean, I'm not sa- I'm not trying to like kink shame anyone or sexy shame anyone. Like you like what you like. But I just don't think for a book that is meant to be for teenage girls it's a very healthy thing to include
1: no yeah you're completely right
0: like if you're a grown woman and you know what you're doing and you're in control of it like fuck whoever you want but if well, maybe you're a teenage girl mm.
1: maybe it's more about um the like burgeoning sexuality of teenage girls is scary to them as well so maybe it's not him she's scared of it's everything in
0: her own vagina it's her, it's her own she's terrified of her own <laughs> puss. do you know who she should hang out with what's her chops from jethro Cave beast. <laughs> no one? one should hang around what with anyone. That one? The
1: stranger. Oh my god. Because she's scared of her own vagina as well. Yeah, that's true. So they could get a go in the cave to get <laughs> session going.
0: Drain. Could like get mirrors and look at their vaginas like people did in the seventies. no not hear about that? we I hear about that in the 70s <laughs> It's what they all did? <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe not everyone. But. <laughs> okay. Death toll is one. Peter. Yep. I guess he dies before the book starts. That's true. He is the book. this is why the the title The Body Body" doesn't really make sense because they don't even find his body. They don't even know they're looking for a body.
1: They find the snake stick. No, she finds the body. I don't remember her finding the body. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, look, it's over there in the woods. Or maybe I'd fallen asleep by that point. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, that's not really the thrust of the book, is it? It should be called The Reader or whatever. Thrust. (laughs) It should be called... (laughs) The thrust. (laughs) It should be called The Thrust of the Book. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh,
0: Is it good, though? Uh mm, 3 I, mean, I didn't yeah I didn't hate it I'd say 3
1: I like... liked what it was trying to do
0: yeah. <laughs> like, it was fun. I'd quite. Do you feel like our standards are slipping? I feel like we're giving things higher scores. Have we just picked better? Well, this so we're, season. we're both
1: quite happy right also, now. Also,
0: this season was based on reader suggestions. Maybe the readers just have better taste than we do. Can the you? The readers, the listeners.
1: Next time, can you recommend something shit?
0: <laughs> so we can have more fun with it. We have got some Robot Style coming up. So oh, God. Here I we think go. that will do us. We have had some shit ones. Like, are you forgetting how much we hated the cemetery? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. We That's fucking true. hated that. And we have got Robot Sign coming up. So, let's see. But next time... we Is
1: it good, bad, though? Oh, uh... Mm, three, kind of. Yeah, kind of three again. Yeah. Because it's a bit, it's quite campy. But it's not uber weird. I'm so glad you used that word, because next week... <gasps> is
0: Camp Fear. Camp Fear, which I've never read, so it could be terrible. I haven't either, but I'm very excited at the thought that it's set at a camp, because I enjoyed... Well, Did I enjoy Teacher's Pet? Hmm. I read Teacher's Pet. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember as a teenager being really fascinated by this concept of a camp, camp, like a summer camp, because we don't do that.
1: Or maybe rich people do. No, I don't think they do even. Do they? I don't know. My rich
0: cousin goes to summer camp, but that's in America.
1: Oh. So. Yeah uh, I, I like think we have them here. People used to go and work at Camp America which always made me laugh. Yeah. Like yeah. But no we really don't have it because uh, when you have kids in in the UK you sort of spend time with them because <laughs> you get. Go, a holiday, I was going to say it's because you get, you get time holidays. Off work. Yeah. I've only just made that connection. It's because you get like two weeks fucking holiday in, in America, isn't it? So you wouldn't yeah. be able to take any time off to look after your children.
0: Canada as well, because my brother lives in Canada, and we wish he would visit more, but he hardly gets any holiday from work.
1: Dude, when I, we moved to Canada, Canada when I was twenty-one, my friends worked for job interviews, and they were like, "You get fifteen days holiday." What the fuck? Yeah, it was insane because, you know, in the UK you get like twenty-eight. I Minimum? Know. I, I have 39 at one we're job. We're freelance, so we get any
0: holiday and also no
1: holiday. Yeah, so. <laughs> all my days are holidays, but then also they're really yeah. not. But yeah, I had 39 at one job. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. That's 37, great. actually. It was really good. I
0: mean, Annie is a teacher, so she gets good holiday, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's hard as it's fuck. It's not really
1: holiday as well, because she'd be planning and stuff.
0: Well, she doesn't really have to just because of the type of work that she does. But oh my, my god, so like we're nearly at the summer holidays now, and oh my god, she needs this holiday so badly. Yeah. Like teachers definitely earn that holiday, they sure do. It is intense.
1: So yeah, we can learn all about camps next time. Talking about being intense.
0: Uh, Why am I dad joking? I don't all know. What's
1: happened? But also, like, they're not, they don't camp. They're not intense, are they? They're in like oh, barracks. So you're basically sending your kids to like play army. I think that is exactly what would be done in America. (laughs) Wow. Sorry, Americans. Well we'll
0: find out next week. Yeah. If that's the case when we read Camp Fear, which is also by Carol Ellis. We didn't mean to have two Carol L I in a row.
1: Eli's. Eli's um, in a row, but that's just the way it's the way the cookies crumbled. And how can people complain about the things we've said in this episode between now and then? <laughs> they can find us on Twitter
0: at teenage scream underscore and on Instagram at teenage scream pod.
1: And um, as ever, you can um, sling us a fiver for. Um, so we can buy ourselves some coffee and be hypercaffeinated for our next episode. Hypercaffeinated so <laughs> on Patreon.com/slash podcast and you get all the episodes, and you get a pin badge, and you get Aaron and I in love.
0: Yay! See. The most valuable of all. <laughs>
1: we'll see you at camp. Bye. Bye. <laughs>